Hi, we're Katie, Jessica, and Shannon, and this is Boy Problems Podcast, a community focused on supporting families navigating substance use disorder. We hope sharing our stories, introducing you to experts, and answering all the questions you have no one else to ask will help you better navigate your story. Through our partners' recoveries, we found each other and formed our own squad, one we know is so valuable to how we manage this disease in our relationships. So we started bringing a microphone to our hangouts to extend our conversations to others just like us. When you're here, you're not alone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Boy Problems Podcast. We are excited because today we are going to touch in with Jessica from your conversation with Casey of the very real and raw conversation that you had about his recent relapse. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys think? Amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. I it was really good. Um, I've listened to it a couple of times. What? I also made Jay listen to it. Oh, okay. times. It's like creeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I thought it was very interesting to like hear Casey's perspective yeah. and the way that you two were like talking about it. And so then I was like, Jay, now you need to listen to it. Yeah. And I want to talk about it. You know, when yeah. I think these topics in general, they always bring up like, how do we deal with this? Or, right. Right. Yeah. Did you listen to it? Did yeah. he listen to it? I don't think he listened to it. So he was like struggling. So what you guys didn't hear was like the minutes and minutes of like dead silence where he's like, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh <laughs> so he was just it was very uncomfortable for him. Um, so he hasn't listened to it yet, but I think it was good. Like I think I mean I'm proud of him for doing it. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so, but I've listened to it. It was pretty good. I, um, I liked how towards the end, like after you guys kind of got over the hump of, uh, like you kind of called him on some shit. Yeah. Mm, I and, yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, and I thought that was very interesting and I thought, um, like get it girl. Like this yeah. is what you should be doing. Like, but that's, I mean, that's what really happens. So like, yeah, I mean, I think it's easy after a relapse to feel really sorry for yourself and to be like super down about it, which is totally fine. Um, and I get that. I mean, I'm down about it too, but then like what he, his pattern is, is like, he'll do that and take forever to like get over that part and like, just get on with it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of that conversation we were having at that point was like, okay, I hear you. Like, yeah, but also like, let's go. Like, yeah. Right. And at that point it's been a little while yeah. has gone by. Yeah. So it wasn't like the next day. Right. Like, okay. Time to. Right. And it's not going. like he hadn't been doing anything, but it's just like the, the, like, I don't think it's very helpful to like stay in that, like that kind of train of thought where you're just like, this sucks. And, you know, yeah. I, I miss the old thing. It's like, well, we can get back there much quicker than ever before. And like, also like just repivoting and like refocusing on the gratefulness and like how things happened and having the opportunity to try again. Like, I just think it's easy to not um, remember those things right. when you're just upset at yourself. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So something that jumped out at the beginning, um, you had said there had been a couple of things leading up that you felt like you felt like were weird or like little things that you would question on. And I was wondering like, 
what, what were those they? things? Like if you, you this have is, those examples. This is really messed up. This is why I totally tell you I have such a hard time with this because he was in a great mood and <laughs> a great um, mood. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I mean, he's, he's, he's a moody guy, you know? And I think in the podcast, he shares that he feels like bipolar or whatever. So it's not like him to be just like for multiple days to be really happy. And he was, and I was like, this is weird. There's, There's something's wrong. wrong. And that's kind of sad, but that's true. It was just like, that was my only sign of like, well, what is going on? Why is he so content? <laughs> Yeah, it's just not like him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the dark side of it. But that's just uh, how I know. Very close. I'm Too many so things. sorry. Oh no, Keep going. Right. do your thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was like the the biggest sign I had. <laughs> so can we touch on the marijuana? Yeah. Uh. So <laughs> he had been smoking weed for quite some time. Yes. And doing it successfully sure <laughs> um whatever that means so yeah um uh do you want to talk a little bit about that path at all of like maybe sure. kind of what jumped to his drug of choice I mean yeah he was he's been smoking since I mean I talked about that um that had continued and is still happening so oh that was my question is it still happening now yeah I'll tell you lost? I'll tell you that that mm-hmm. story too okay. um but the thing that I think the thing that happened was um he went on a like boys trip for um his friends like bachelor party they was they got married during COVID it was one of those like catch-up party things mm-hmm. and so they went and it was guys he'd been to the military with who like his best friends they stayed in this cabin in the woods and they did shrooms and Casey did them. And um, it was, was maybe a week after that, that he relapsed. And, and so, and he did not tell you about the shrooms. Yeah. You didn't know about that until the relapse, which was like within a week or so. And um, so, yeah, so I, I honestly think that was a thing that like that mind altering thing um, that would probably a switch for him. He said after that, it was basically like the thoughts were more intrusive, that whole thing. Um, so there's that. And then the um, the marijuana thing after. So the um, first couple of days, I was like, okay, you can, you know, he was like really worried about withdrawals and things. And so I was like, I don't care. Like what we're, we had both talked about how it was probably better that he didn't do that because you know, now you're starting over and, you know, whatever. So we had had that discussion. And then as he was, um, he was afraid of withdrawing. So he was like super anxious. Um, he smoked a couple times during that. And then it was maybe last week. So we're talking, I don't know, a month or so. I don't know how long it's been now. A few weeks in between. He like started smoking again. And um, so I don't know, like, I don't know how to go or I don't it's just one of those things that it's like I is this is this the the cross I'm gonna die on is this like is this his thing to figure out like I don't know do you think so actually I have a couple questions because you said that the shrooms happened before the relapse like this episode we hope so 
If you want more from the women of Boy Problems Podcast, please join us at Patreon at Recovering2. We will be releasing exclusive content, and we also have an option where you can connect with us every month for 30 minutes, one-on-one. We hope you join us there. Back to the episode. Do you not consider shrooms to be a relapse then? Um, Well... Normally, I would say yes, but the fact that he was has been smoking weed this whole time, I mean, technically, he relapsed a long time ago. So, yes, when I say, when in this conversation, when I say relapse, I mean the drug of choice. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I do think it's, like, good to, like, define the terminology, like, in general. Yeah, I think, like, I mean, a relapse would, in my mind, would be, like, any sort of um, mind-altering yeah drug but I know that there's some people who like you're sober sober from everything and then mm-hmm. maybe it's sober just from hard drugs so yeah I don't know yeah yeah I think in the traditional sense he hasn't been sober in a long time mm-hmm. but you know as far as what we've been dealing with this this is the relapse in my mind gotcha yeah so after you had told me that he relapsed you <clears throat> you seemed eerily calm. That's what my therapist said this week too. <laughs> and so it was kind of to me like, like this is not it, but it's like he's got to get his shit together because I'm not fucking around with this anymore. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I just had counseling this week too, which is interesting. Uh, it was my first session since this happened. But um, one thing that she said was the same thing that I, you know, we had already checked in on a few things. And then I was like, oh, did I tell you that Casey relapsed? And she's like, what? No. (laughs) And she's like, why are you so calm? And I don't know, we're going to talk through it. But it's interesting that like the way I viewed this relapse was really different than in the past, where like, first of all, I think a big piece of it for me was that like, I wasn't suspicious. I wasn't tracking things down. I wasn't playing detective, you know, like I didn't have, I mean, I, I, like I mentioned before, like I kind of maybe like thought had a fleeting thought, but that happens pretty often, you know, like anything Mm -hmm. we've talked about, like not answering the phone or I mean the smallest things. And then you're like, Oh, you kind of move on. And you're like, that's not, that's, I need to, you know, whatever. So I'd had like a couple of those, but that was pretty normal. Um, so the fact that I wasn't like going crazy, like obsessing about it. And he told me, I think I really had to deal with it. Like for such a short amount of time, you know, like there was nothing to solve. There's nothing to figure out. There was, you know, he immediately was like, this is what I'm going to do joining a step workshop, whatever. I'm going to counseling weekly now, whatever his plan was, he'd kind of already figured that out. And I just like, I don't know. I just, I think I've prepared for moments like this for a long time where like, I have my support, you know, I I told you guys, and then I have my women's group and counseling and I just know what I need. And I think it just was easier for me because I had all of that. Yeah. It wasn't something I was so, I mean, I definitely right after he told me I had like a panic attack. I mean, I was very, very shocked, but then immediately after it's like, okay, I can do this. I'm fine. I am fine. You know, nothing happened to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
that was just a different mindset than I've had in the past. So that's interesting because I think that um, it made me think the times that I feel like I've been most caught off guard or like feel like the most hurt are the times when I think like, oh, everything's going fine. And then it's like, bam, you find out. And I'm like, which I think that's, I can only think of like one or two instances where that, that has happened. Most cases have been, there's been something feeling off, or I feel like that need to investigate. And then when it finally comes out, there's almost this like sense, a a little bit of a sense of relief, like, okay, I knew this, but then also you've had that time to like build up anger and like you've Mm -hmm. questioned and then you find out, oh, you have been lying and it blows up. And so like the one or two times that I can think of where I was sort of like, well, I thought everything has been going fine. I've, I was almost like more upset in that moment. Like, well, how am I ever supposed to know? Like, Mm -hmm. like, or how am I ever supposed to feel, um, like, uh, confident and like, oh yeah, things are going good because you can be appearing to do everything well. And then it's just going to like drop and I'm going to thrown off. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It would, I don't know. I I guess it speaks to the fact that you said like after like processing and the work that you've done on yourself of like being able to separate this is him versus me that probably has a lot to do with it. I think so. I mean, I told my counselor too, like this is the first time I I haven't felt like ashamed of his relapse. Mm. And like, I, I think that was why it was so easy to like tell you guys was because I don't, I didn't think of this as like my failure. And in the past I did a lot and it was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to like, I didn't, it's like that conflicting thought of like, I didn't do it, but like, it's bad. And it, and I felt responsible, like quote unquote responsible. And I don't, not that I caused it or something, but that like, it was a reflection of me mm-hmm. and I didn't want that reflection on me. And so that made me, I think um, I'm going to keep it to myself or like isolate myself or like, you know, I just didn't want to like accept it as me. And this time I just didn't feel like that, you know? And I, I think that was really, really helpful for me. I can't tell you exactly what changed, but um, yeah, I don't, I didn't feel that this time. I don't know how that happened, but I don't know. I mean, I've always, it's been a long time now that we've, I've been operating with always kind of always with a plan B. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I just feel very confident that I can take care of myself. And um, I don't know, I'm going to be very sad, obviously, if the relationship ended, but I just didn't feel this as like a personal, something that happened to me. Yeah, It's something he's dealing with. So do I have two questions? Okay. One is, and get to this in a second. Usually, you wait weeks or months before you communicate with us that a relapse happened. Yeah. Um, and this time, you told us almost immediately. Number two, there's only one question. Number two is, it's almost like you just forgot to pick up the groceries at Kroger. Like it just seems like it's not even. I don't know. Like I hear what you're saying. So, what what do you do? Or do I blow? Like, what would you do different? Like, are you thinking? feeling like she should be more be more like it should be a bigger thing than what it sounds like it is right now I mean because he's always like when he's relaxed he does always come up with this plan like that that's kind of been the 
the pattern of there's always a little bit of something mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. and so and like you're saying it is all on him but again like you, you still have your twin I'm not trying to tell you to leave him at all but it almost seems like it didn't like it was just a just a quick day I mean but there was a week of lying and there was there was drugs in your home with a child and I mean the th- the fact of the matter is, is that I know I'm married to an addict. I know that this is not always a straight path to recovery. So I've already accepted these things. So for me to then be more angry at the situation isn't helpful because what does that do? I mean, of course I'm upset. Of course the trust was, I mean, I bought drug tests again and mm-hmm. I, I drug tested him a few times already since then. And like, of course that's, tarnished and that's something we're working on but these are the dynamics of our relationship and for me to act surprised and then mad at you for having this disease that I'm fully supportive of I don't understand how that computes yeah I can get not being mad at the like disease like yeah do you get mad at the pattern because when you when you said something about the pattern like that made me think of I think he even said in it like oh yeah like initially I'm like very good at getting like back on track and then you like feel bad and you want to prove yourself. And so Mm -hmm. you're willing to do more. Um, and so I guess that's the part that I would wonder about, like, at what point do you get like tired of the pattern? Like, okay, you do well, a relapse happens, you come up with a plan and then it goes on. Like, I mean, I'm already tired. <laughs> I mean, that's not, yeah, I guess I'm not like, I, I, I don't want to confuse my, the way I feel about it today with like not caring sure. and, and being fine with the way things are. I mean, obviously I would prefer this not to be happening, but at the same time, This is, there's nothing I can do besides set my boundaries and decide when I'm done to change this really. Like I can, if he's, you know, if this happens again next month and then the following month and then, then, well, that's a totally different story. Yeah. But this happened for one week out of the last two years. And like, he came to me, he told me, he asked for help. He got help. I don't know how, I mean, of course, like the trust is shaken and like, I'm mad about it. And there were a few days where like, I just kept telling him how mad I was and like, yeah, that's just, I mean, he's mad too. I mean, yeah. I don't, I, I just don't know how it's productive to kind of fester in that. Like if I'm that fed up with it, where it's driving me that crazy, like I probably should leave. Yeah. That would maybe be a sign. Yeah. But I'm not like cool with using drugs, but I do understand that like this could happen. Yeah. (laughs) And it just, it happened. And what he did, I don't know how he could have really done it better. I mean, he told me he got, he did whatever his thing. He re-engaged with the recovery community. He's been consistent with that. I, that's, it's up to him to do the work. And I, I, I guess I've kind of resigned to the fact that like, I can decide when the relationship is no longer okay for me or my son. And we're not to that point yet. Like he's 
he's responsible and he's a good dad. And, you know, there were a few days where I didn't let him drop our son off at daycare because I just didn't know what was going on. And I feel like after a relapse, it can kind of go one of two ways. And I wasn't sure what was going to happen. But once I realized that like, you know, he's back doing the things and slowly starting to see that like, you know, it's, it's kind of going on the right track, then, you know, I just kind of have to let that go. Otherwise I'm going to like drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. And if I get to that point, then it's not a relationship I want to be in anymore. Yeah. But. It did stand out to me when he said, um, and the thing like, oh yeah, you were really mad because <laughs> like, I think like Katie said, you were pretty calm when you told us. And I think in general, yeah, you're usually like pretty, yeah. Even kill when you're like telling us about these things. And so it was like, I was like, oh, she was mad. Like I, it was kind of hard to like I picture. think I yelled at him. <laughs> I don't usually get mad. I, I don't get mad a lot. Like, and I I rare I never yell. Like we never ever yell. And I was really mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, also along the topic of, of anger, something that stood out because I was like, oh, that is how I would feel. Um, where you were like, I was almost kind of angry with myself because it's like, you know, you've been smoking weed and it's been a topic of discussion on the podcast. And so it was like, Oh, a fucking course you're, Mm -hmm. you relapse. And like, I'm mad at myself because I could have seen this coming. And I was like, that, that would be me. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I'm wondering how you have been dealing with that or where you feel like what your feelings are now. Yeah. I think that's a good question. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's like, I struggle with wanting to like control and tell him (laughs) what to do because I feel like I know what's quote unquote right. Okay. I know the right way because I hear it in meetings or whatever, (laughs) but ultimately like I, I could do that and we could fight about it. And, you know, it could be this like point of contention, but at what cost? And I mean, I don't know. It's just like this balance because like I told you, he's smoking weed again. And yeah. so it's the same thing. So what, it's frustrating, honestly, but like, what do I do if I just haven't figured out if I'm ready to say like, you can't smoke weed and be in this relationship, right? Like that's not a line of drawn yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll get there, but that, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a really good answer because I just am really unsure like where I am with it. Ultimately, kind of what I do is I just kind of evaluate myself. Like, how am I feeling? How is this relationship going? Like, is do I feel like it's dysfunctional? Do I feel like he's lying? Do I feel like he can't be trusted? And none of those things are true right now. And so... I'm willing to see where it goes. But I mean, if this keeps happening, like I said before, then this is definitely something that would not be okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I it's a kind of uncharted territory. Um, yeah. Well, it's hard because I remember when we brought it up this summer of like, well, if he relapsed, like, would it be surprising? Would it be because of the weed? And I think at that time you were like, well, we wouldn't necessarily even know if that was it. Like it could be- oh million other things and so it's sometimes hard hard to even pinpoint it because yeah but I guess it would be something where it's like okay 
if it continues to happen, then maybe that points to like that's a con- contributing factor. Right. But have you communicated that like, okay, you're doing weed, maybe you agree to disagree, whatever, but like shrooms are not okay. Yeah. Well, totally. Like anything other than that. Yeah. Is not- yeah. And that was understood before as well. <laughs> So <laughs> I think what happened, well, I don't know, but I talked when I was in therapy this week, we kind of talked about how, you know, the weed, the, while it may not have on its own made him want to use opiates, what it probably did though, is in the moment he was presented shrooms was like, oh, I've been doing weed this is probably okay yeah, I've been doing that been and fine. I've been fine so while it didn't maybe cause him to go directly to heroin it did lower the the threshold of what is acceptable in his recovery so I definitely think there's some correlation there and it's just not like that's just not gonna yeah. be okay <laughs> no that made me think of um there was a relapse for Jay like one night this was a couple of years ago before the bad stuff but um where he purposely went and drank so that he was then then went out looking for what he really wanted but he was like I knew I couldn't just go from like mm-hmm. completely sober looking for dope mm-hmm. and so needed that but I was like oh you know well, I'll just have a drink and if that leads to something else then yeah so be it and I was like that like, it's so crazy. Like the mental gymnastics, their mind yeah. will do to like make something seem okay for them. Yeah. And I think it was more his cockiness than, <clears throat> than a wanting to do it. I mean, I don't think he would have come to me and like confessed and like, I, if he was like wanting to be high all the time, like that's not, that's not what it used to do. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. he would never tell me, even if I saw it and knew he would still never admit it so I don't know I think there's something about that but this is all like part of figuring out what works for you and doesn't and it sucks that it like a relapse is how you sometimes get a hard like slap in the face that this isn't working but it's a learning process and I don't I don't know I mean for him and for me and I don't know. You just kind of take what you can get out of it and move forward and decide what's okay with you and what's not. And that's kind of how I have been doing it. So with what's okay with you, how, how are you feeling about the, like, I don't want to sponsor or not really sure about engaging in meetings. Um, And is he still doing the step work? He's doing the step work. Um, You know, he does that or he like cries about it. Um, That's really (laughs) typical for him. So, I mean, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm not, a, I wasn't excited to hear that, obviously, but he didn't, he hasn't stopped going to group. He's going, he's getting something out of it. Even if he's like not buddying up, he has two of his best friends in this group. So I can't imagine that he's going there and not talking and sharing. Um, so if he doesn't want to have an official sponsor, I don't really care. Just go get whatever you can and out of this and like it's not worthless um so I think he'll come around to it I mean he just is slow like this he just does this every time and Mm -hmm. that's also his pattern so (laughs) I don't I don't put too much stock in it because number one I can't control it and 
number two, it doesn't really matter to me. Like he's getting something out of this. He's going, he's in recovery meetings. That's more than he was doing before he relapsed. So yeah. It'll soak in. Something will stick. What about the uh, breakup with the therapist? Have they made up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if they've made up yet. He said he was going to make up with her this week. Um, but I don't have a, I'll have to check it back in on that. Yeah. They didn't have a session this week because he worked. Yeah. It's like a weird holiday week. So he didn't have his normal. Would, uh, so it was like, I got the impression that like therapy was like a non-negotiable, non-negotiable for you. Like, okay, if you're not going to do, if you don't want to do like the 12 step program, the way that is like, you should be doing therapy or doing something else. And it seemed like, you know, the therapy stuff was really working well for him. So like that. Yeah. He's not done with it. It's just also that he his regular, his therapy, the way it was set up is now on the same day as his step workshop. And that's not working well for him. Um, Just, you can tell he's not really a sharer. So to do that twice in a day, um, not ideal. So he needs to figure that out anyways, but yeah, he's not done with it. He's just, figuring it out <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> but yeah I'll update again on that yeah all right well I mean I think that was a great conversation between you and your husband and we appreciate that he spoke because we know your husband personally <laughs> um, and we appreciate that you guys kind of opened it up and appreciate that you let us talk to you about this because uh, I think it was real and nothing yeah. Like you gave some really just good, real answers. Yeah, I don't know everything. I just, mm-hmm. just where I am right now, I don't, I don't know. But how did things go after the conversation between the two of you? Because that was the first time you, you guys said that was the first time you had really like talked about it. And mm. there were some things that you were like learned for the first time. And there was like some points in there where it felt like you were getting, you guys were both getting a little frustrated <laughs> at each other. So I'm curious like what the dynamic was after and I guess it's been like a couple weeks now. So yeah, well, right after I was editing and, um, (laughs) and I was like annoyed. I was like, you mother, like, why did like, why he, he just would like, I edited out probably 40 minutes of, uh, (laughs) from him (laughs) because he just like, it's like his brain froze when he was talking to me. So, um, he was immediately like apologetic and then was just like, I don't know. He, he was just like glad that we did it. And he kept telling me he was sorry for making it such a difficult podcast to record. <laughs> I hope he listens one day. I hope he does too. I think he honestly would, would pick up on some things. Like yeah. when you're in the moment, you can't necessarily right. understand and think, but like, I, I think if he listened to it and maybe even you again too, like you guys would pick up on some different things. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad we did it. I mean, it's a snapshot. So even though like he sounds really sad and down on recovery, that's just one night after a long day of work. Like that's okay. I mean, like, but I, I'm not like, you know, obsessing over that. And, and if I used to, I would have taken that, taken that conversation and been like, oh my God, he's going to die. Like, what does this mean? He's not, he doesn't care about recovery. And but it's just, it's, there's a, it's a long road and like, it, this is just one small part of it. So that's just how I'm looking at it now, which is way different than I used to look at it, but oh, absolutely. it's just how, I don't know what's changed, but that's just how I'm viewing it. 
you've given up control you there's you can you can't control it no and you can't cure it and you didn't cause it right jessica mm-hmm. <laughs> right. the three c's the three c's snuck them in there yeah okay. i mean so, yeah it's just day at a time which is extremely difficult to do yeah, yeah. um but it's easier this time because I truly don't think I can control it. And I used to think like there are these different ways I can manipulate the situation, but I just cannot. Also, I just don't have the time or energy. So that helps. (laughs) Like I don't have idle time to be micromanaging him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you and I have talked about that before. Like the moment I got pregnant, which was four months after I found out, that there was a drug problem period or something like that yeah it was very early on um and it just the moment that I found out I was pregnant I was like fuck this dude like I don't care what you do like I'm gonna do me and I'm gonna take care of this baby and you do you like I don't have time for it yeah so that's kind of a blessing in disguise honestly it really is because that's (laughs) true it's just like I can't do I mean I hope you I hope you're around and I hope you want to do this but like I just can't do it for you right And all I can do is evaluate whether the relationship is working for me, if it's safe. And that's kind of, those are my tenets at this point. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning into Boy Problems Podcast and keep coming back. Thanks for spending time with us. We hope this story has helped you better navigate yours. Don't forget to subscribe so we can meet you here next time. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love by rating or reviewing. Need more support? Join our online community by visiting us at boyproblemspod.com. Whatever you do, keep coming back. We're not licensed professionals. We're here to share our lived experience. So take what resonates and leave what doesn't.